Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is afternoon tea time. That's right. Miss Liz is back in the house. I promised you guys this morning I'd be back and I am back. So this afternoon I have another guest that was supposed to be featured in January, but because Miss Liz got COVID, you know, all that good stuff. We all have to reschedule sometimes. So life happens and that. So this afternoon I have Gloria Peterson in from the United States. That's right. We're back in the United States today. So I want to just do a quick disclaimer and then we're going to do a quick bio of Gloria and then we're going to have some tea with Gloria. We're going to serve a good strong cup of tea in a different way because that's what Miss Liz does is we always serve differently. So the disclaimer for Miss Liz, disclaimer for Miss Liz is tea time live shows. Miss Liz myself is going live using StreamYard. Before leaving a comment, please grant StreamYard permission to see your name at StreamYard.com. Please be advised that the content brought forward for any tea time show hosted by myself, Miss Liz is always brought forward in good faith, however may bring forth dialogue and opinions that are not representative of my platform. The facts and information are perceived to be accurate at the given time of airing. All tea time guests and audience participation are responsible for using their good judgment in taking any action that may relate to the discussion. The content brought forward may include discussion for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It is significant to know that this show is engaging in discussion forms only to offer and inspire awareness and connection is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about the disclaimer or the panelist discussion, you may freely contact me, Miss Liz, through my email at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in today's show in any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcomes you. And should you decide that the show is not made for you at this time, I respect that and I will see you at a later show at a later date. And again, Thursdays, this year we are doing Thursdays. If it is a different day than Thursday, it is a rescheduled tea time. So let's remember that. Um, so we're going to do a little bio into the amazing Gloria Peterson. Gloria Peterson is an author, speaker, and trainer. She has just released her fifth book, Mindfulness and Health Watch, your 2023 weekly journal. That's right. I told you guys get your pens and papers this morning. So we're going to do it journaling. 
Glory has made it her mission to help people get beyond setbacks by developing a strong sense of self. She is a, is a survivor who has overcome business downfalls and near-death situations. She wants you to learn how to get beyond your obstacles by never giving up and achieving beyond your expectations. She has learned that journaling is an important step in this process. And to get Gloria's full bio, you can check out Miss Liz's Facebook page. All of the goodies are there and they'll be popped up during the show. So let's get Gloria in here. Let's serve some good old strong tea and some journaling. So <laughs> welcome, Gloria. I love your intro. Oh, well, thank you <laughs> so whole, much. The whole video thing, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. So Gloria, welcome today. Thank you. So if you'd like to share a little bit about who you are and how you got into all of this stuff, like how did you become a founder, president, author, speaker, all of that good stuff. So if you'd like to share that with the audience today. Oh, like the Reader's Digest version? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Get your pens and papers and your Reader's Digest. As I, reader's I, Digest I, are good. <laughs> I, I actually have a few here. <laughs> As Ms. Leslie, I told her, I said, the color of this hair tells you there's a lot going on. There's a lot of history going on. And uh, one thing I shared with her earlier is during COVID, you know, I used to spend the $125, $50 a month to do the highlights and do all the fun things to your hair. And during COVID, I thought, well, I'm not going anywhere. Why am I spending the money? And I can't go to the salon anyway. So I decided to see what nature gifted me with. And this is what nature gifted me with. <laughs> so it's natural. But anyway, going to answer your question, I have been for, oh, let me rephrase that. For over 30 years, starting in 1985, I started out as a Dress for Success consultant. And then I evolved into adding business etiquette and protocol to that mix. So I've been a trainer, a speaker, an author, um, and everything on those topics, on professional presence, business etiquette, and protocol. But you know what? Those are skills, and they're great um, to use to help you have confidence and, and always um, and to overcome awkwardness and however way you want to put it. But during COVID, that's where this book came from. I had to really sit back and, and watching the news and watching everything that's going on. I thought, wait a minute, none of those skill sets that I can educate you with are going to work if you don't have a strong sense of self. And I really feel that um, these past few years has really damaged in a lot of people, their sense of self. And um, there was a journal, um, uh, oh, well, I have some survival stories. I won't go into all those right now, but I started journaling many, many years ago. And then I, you know, it's a kind of a hit and miss thing. And I decided during COVID that, um, no, I want a certain kind of journal. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I was first introduced, I'm going to pull this up. You know, your first journals are usually these blank pages where you put all your hurts and your angers and your frustrations and everything down. And I did that. And then you're supposed to go back and read it as a lesson. Oh, when I reread them later, it, it, it took me back to that hole. And I wanted to stay out of the hole. So I burned them. Oh. And yeah, I actually did burn them because I didn't want to go back to that hole. Now, it, different things for different people. Okay. But it was me um, at that particular time. Um, I was dealing with being a victim of... Uh, an act of violence. I, I was in a store, high-end store, I'm from Chicago, and caught somebody stealing a $20,000 mink coat. And I yelled at her and told her to drop it. And she wow. 
with a scalpel. So, you know, I won't give me more of that, but I almost lost my left, left leg as a result of that. And then I was engaged and he walked out on me because he thought I was going to be an invalid. So I put all that anger and that goes someplace into this. And then I had to get rid of it. And then um, more recently, a few years ago, I was introduced to a whole different kind of journal. And Miss Liz, that's where we're, we're at today. And that's what this is all about. And this one is called a gratitude journal. I'd never heard of such a thing because I'd not really been paying attention to, to journals and gratitudes and all that. But I got hooked. And I thought, wait a minute. I like the mindset in that journal. It's positive. It makes me feel better. And it's great quotes in it, great stories in it. It's a workbook. And so I did that for a couple of years. And um, then I had my own version, my own idea of what I wanted a journal to look like. So I went to Barnes & Noble, if you can imagine this. I sat Indian style on the floor. And they have the fill-in-the-blank journals over there. And they have the gratitude-type workbook ones over there. And I sat down, I pulled them all out, and I thought, no, there's a certain kind that I want because if I can get beyond the obstacles that I've had in my life, these are the elements that help me do it. These are the things that help me do it. And none of the none of them spoke all the, the language all in one book. So yeah. I decided, well, I'm going to write one then. And that's how it evolved. So the one I created, um, I took mindfulness and developed it into seven elements. And seven, oddly enough, is seven days a week. I assigned one per day so we can concentrate on one element at a time, which we'll get into a little bit more later. But anyway, that, that's kind of my story. I started out in one place and then things happen. We evolve, forks in the road, and you have to make a decision. Do I want to change directions or do I want to stay on this path? I decided yeah. to go from professional development to personal development, so I changed. And that's why this all happened. Does that help? <laughs> well, and, and you know, sometimes we have these books, right? These workbooks. And I, I'm like you, I, I find when you go back and you read your journals, the ones with the blank pages, you actually go back to that time, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I never ever thought about just burning them. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Like I, I got lots and lots of journals. I'm the journal girl. So I, but I do love that journeys, journals have grown and they've opened up doors mm -hmm. of positivity you know, mm -hmm. and I wish I was closer. I would have sat on the floor with you because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a book nerd. I'm just like, yep. I go in there and I get kind of lost. I'm just like, I lose sense of time and everything. And then uh, uh, last call and I'm like, oh, okay, we're closing and we got to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually doing it for myself. I just going to bind it and, and be my own little workbook. And I shared it with a friend of mine last summer, what I was doing. She goes, well, why don't you just publish it? Other people right. might like your approach. And I thought, oh, so this was a fast publish because I started it in June last year Ooh. and it didn't go up until uh, December 30th. We barely made it. Wow. You know, so it's just one of those ideas. And uh, someone asked me once about, you know, writing. I, I think the thing is when you become an author, when you write, don't think, don't overthink it. Yeah. Just do it yep. and see what happens. Right. If you don't try, you don't know. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. you're always living with that regret. Well, what if I would have wrote that book? What if I yeah. would have done that? You yeah. know, just do it. And if nobody likes it, at least you did it for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and, and now I'll get back to my uh, business books and, you know, how to be more professional in your approach to work. And I'll get back to all of those things. But I really want to deal with the self right now. I do, I do yeah. want people. And I like what I see in the background in your video here. Uh, sharing is healing. I love that. Yeah. 
Um, well, that's that's part of what Miss Liz does. Miss Liz yeah. does Miss Healing because I've written in a bunch of anthology books, and and I yeah. I strongly believe when we share, we actually heal, and we actually open the door for somebody else to heal because they you need yeah. that one voice right to just say, hey, you got this. So I do want to get into your books, uh, Gloria, okay. on the seven, seven elements. So let's get into each of the elements because we got seven seven days. So let's get yeah. to day one. Um, when I did some research on the web, Esther, does does the week start on Sunday or Monday? And that was the first decision because I like starting on Sunday. But internationally, it's Monday. So I thought, okay, this is start on Monday. And I think on Monday is a good day to set your intention. Okay. And I did a lot of research. And I, I will tell you where my research comes from. Um, I, I got hooked on YouTube. We're on YouTube. <laughs> but I would go into YouTube. And I would simply put in the word intention just to see what other people had to say about that word and what it meant to them. And one of them I really liked, and it was called the mindfulness movement. So I don't know who the author was or who the speaker was, but just said mindful movement. But she said an intention is not a goal. And I think that we need to think about them in, uh, differently because the goal is something you set and you don't want to yep. change. You want to keep focused. But an intention can change is what do I intend to do with my life this week? What do I intend? What is your intention? But it doesn't mean it can't change. And sometimes you have to readjust it. And I like that. So I thought, I think the best way to start out a week is to identify what you feel your intention for that week should be. There is. So that and it's true, right? We mm -hmm. change it with intentions. We have like something might come up. So our week might change. Yeah. And I think you need that flexibility. I like that. So, so I wanted to start out the week that way. And I wanted to just focus on that word for that day. I wanted to just focus on that word for that day. Then, okay, Tuesday comes along. That's the next day. And I thought, well, let's make that the gratitude day. It doesn't mean you can't do all these in one day. It certainly doesn't mean that. But I'm trying to give you bite-sized pieces. So that as you journal and focus on one of these words as a day, it becomes a part of you. And the next thing you know, it becomes an everyday part of you. But gratitude, what am I grateful for? I mean, you have to look around. I'm grateful that I have a, um, a husband. I'm grateful that I have two kids and nine grandchildren. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm slowly coming up. <laughs> I'm grateful for grass. I love the smell of grass, especially when you're from Chicago and you now live in Arizona. You really enjoy when you get a chance to smell grass. Right. It I mean, smells so amazing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just want to do that for that day. And when you take a walk that day, no matter what you're doing on that day, that particular day, Tuesday, make it the day to pay attention to what you're grateful to for. And then Wednesday, I thought um, I'm going to do uh, Wednesday's going to be um, affirmation. And the one thing that would drive me nuts, literally, I would go into YouTube and I would put in gratitude and they would go gratitude affirmations. And I thought, now, wait a minute. They're two different words. Exactly. They have to mean two different things. They can't be the same thing. And I was really getting upset with YouTube. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria's coming for you, YouTube. <laughs> but they're, they're not the same. They need to have their own identity. Yes. So I, I broke it down. And, you know, um, an affirmation is um, it, it says something um, about you that's true. It, it, it's You're asserting something that is very, very true, is exist. It's, it's like, who am I? It's like a time, an affirmation is I am. 
That's really what it is. And who are you to yourself? Right. You know, I am creative. That's an affirmation to me. I am creative and I'm going to be creative today with something. But gratitude is I'm thankful. You see the difference? Yeah. And if you go into it, I, it takes a lot of time to go because I really had to, to separate those words. <laughs> a lot of people put them together and they're not even the same. And no. I'm, I'm like you, Gloria. I, you know, let's stop sticking things together that are not the same. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a truth about me. It's a yeah. truth about you. It's, it's a self-truth. Or grateful is I'm grateful to have in my yeah. life. You know, so they're, they're really different. And I think if I can get you to focus on that word on um, Wednesday, you will have a better appreciation of what an affirmation is. And I encourage people to do the YouTube thing or get the books or whatever is your pleasure and really study that word and what it means. And then on Thursday, I decided, OK, visualization is something I've always had struggle with. You're supposed to visualize your success, visualize this, visualize that. And I'll tell you right now, I have a real hard time. I mean, you visualize, but I had a hard time getting that word and and to the right place because visualizations all also like um oh it it's it it's getting it's it's getting a mental picture in your head of what you want to happen. You're like um Oh, I'm trying to think of something here. It's it's the key. Okay, for example, if Thomas Edison had not visualized the light bulb, we would not have light. Exactly. Okay. If inventors, if somebody did not envision what we're doing right now, we wouldn't be doing it. Exactly. So I think visualization is very important because I think in your own life, there are things that you can do to make a difference. How many times have you been around your house and thought, if I only had this, this would be easier? Yeah. You know? And then I think, well, that's called invent. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, if I'd only had this certain kind of journal, I think I could do better. Well, then that meant to become an author entrepreneur. <laughs> right. And create the book that says what I wanted to say. So it, it's, it's, uh, it's a day to really focus on what you can visualize. On Friday, I, I give that a kindness day. And not that we can't be kind every day, but I think there are three kinds of kindness. And in hindsight, I really wish I had identified those three types of kindness when I wrote this, this journal. So you know what that means? There's, there's, another, one, another, there's another one coming. <laughs> <laughs> there's a part two. Uh, well, the next journal won't have, um, I think it's going to be more customizable because I don't want to uh, say this is... February 15th or whatever it is, and I want them to write in their own day. But um, kindness means it's the kindness that I, I um, extend to someone else. We know what that is. That's one kind of kindness. So pay attention to that day in, and look at what you can do to be kind to somebody else. Yep. Okay. And it forced me. So just to give you an example is I, I, my husband and I went to breakfast one morning and while we're checking out, you know, it's one of those things where you have to go up to the register to check out at the end. This grandmother and this mother walked in with these two little kids and they sat down and the hostess was talking to them and discovered that it was one of their birthdays. Oh. Well, typically when I see families, uh, this is the mother and grandmother, there were no daddies or grandpas there. See that usually they come in with balloons or a cake or presents, but there was nothing. And it was a little boy turning nine. 
and it was his birthday and he was just going to get a pancake out of it because this is pancake house type restaurant. Okay. And I thought, okay, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm supposed to do something kind today. And I, cause I looked at the journal in the morning. So I looked at my billfold to see what I had in cash. You know, we don't carry cash too much anymore. So to oh. find cash in your billfold is a real surprise. I thought, oh my God, I've got a $5 bill in there. So I walked over and I said, so whose birthday is it? And the little boy goes, it's mine. I says, well, this is funny though. And he says, well, I'm going to give you a birthday present. So I gave him the $5. He took that $5 so fast and opened up his dress and his uh, um, jacket and stuck it inside. And, like he didn't want anybody to see it. <laughs> that was a quick $5. <laughs> I've never seen a $5 bill go inside somebody's jacket so fast ever. <laughs> but, you know, I walked out of it thinking, you know what? He'll probably talk about that act of kindness for the rest of his life. He'll be an adult with his own kids and he'll reflect on this woman gave me $5. And that might prompt him to do the same for somebody else. Yeah. At that well, point. It gives that ripple effect, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the other kind of kindness is the one you observe and see other people do. Like I observed one at a gas station. There was this homeless person at a gas station, this other woman in the uh, a car saw her and went over and talked to her. And I thought, well, that was nice. But then she walked that woman, the young, it was a young girl into um, the gas station. I asked her about it later. Cause I said, what'd you just do? And she told her to pick out whatever she wanted to eat. Oh. And she would just pay for it. So she picked out some hot dogs. She picked out drinks, she picked out chips. And she says, I just want to make sure you're fed today. And I watched that. I got tears. And I thought, oh, my God, that was the sweetest thing ever. And you could tell the girl was hungry. And just to have somebody getting gas, take her into the gas station and buy her food. And, you know, it just impacted me when I saw that and witnessed it. Um, but there's a third kind of kindness. And that's the one to yourself. I think sometimes we forget to be kind to ourselves. What, so I, I look at those three kindness on Friday and think, which one? I might do all three that day. I don't know. But by the end of the day, if I haven't observed a kindness or extended one, then I think, okay, then it means I'm supposed to do something kind for me. So you know what I do? I go treat myself to a, to a turtle Sunday at Culver's. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, you that's know, good. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just something that I really enjoy. And so I thought, well, I think that's what I'm supposed to do. So, that, so I made Friday a kindness day just to kind of give it some attention. Well, we all have to do that, right? We all have to give ourselves yeah, a little kindness. Yeah, yeah. Saturday is the color of my hair. Saturday is wisdom day. Oh. And I think those of us who have been around the block many, many times, that doesn't mean young people don't have wisdom. They certainly do. But those of us who have been out there for a long time are not afraid to show the gray, which I yep. said during COVID, I let it all evolve. As you can see in the picture below, it's a little bit different now. Um, it's, it's wisdom day. We all have wisdom. And wisdom is typically a lot of quotes. And so in my journal, every week begins with a quote. And that's me sharing wisdom to you with you um, in the form of a quote. But um, I have to share something with you. You know how sometimes things happen and you call it coincidence? But was it? I wrote this journal. I'm going to keep this in mind now. I wrote this journal last, started writing it last summer. Yep. I came up with um, a quote a week last summer. And some of them are my own quotes, things that I wrote down that I 
thought were good. But before I published them in my book, I went on um, Google and made sure that I attributed it correctly. Yeah. And if I had a quote where I did not have a person whose, whose quote that was in my notes, because these are all notes, yeah. um, then I think, oh, well, I don't know who said that because I can't find who said it. So guess what? I said it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so we can create our own quotes. Like We don't always have to pick somebody, you know, who has no. done it already. Let's be different and let's do our own stuff, right? Yeah. And, and sometimes you'll hear something, but you wrote, you will actually write down your version of what you just heard. Yep. Because you know what it impacted you a little differently than the way it was intended, but it impacted you. And so a lot of the quotes in my journal that don't have a name are, are ones that impacted me in that way. And um, I, I think that by coincidence, um, I was looking at what my quote this week was. And this week's quote is, um, you shouldn't have to wait, but let me find it here, just a second. February. Uh, bear with me just a second. February. I want to make sure I say her correctly because this is so, okay. You can't wait until life isn't hard to be happy. Do you know who said that? Who said that? Who said that? I was watching America's Got Talent. Okay. Okay. Way back in, I think this is 2021. And they had a singer on and her name was Nightbird. Oh, yes. The, yes. the young lady that passed away. Yes. Um, she was on 21 and she passed away February 19th, 2022. Now, why I happened to pick this to be that week, because I couldn't have done it now because I did that last summer. But that's my quote of the week this week. It's her quote. Wow. But it's also the anniversary of her death. And I was almost like, whoa, wait a minute. That wasn't even planned. That right? That's the universe working. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, and I sat there and sometimes I have a pad, a paper while I'm watching TV and I'll jot something somebody said down. They might even might not intend for it to be a quote, for, but, but for, uh, for me, it was. Yeah. And that was hers. And so I thought, wow, you know, um, that's, that's sharing wisdom. Yeah. And we all have wisdom. And uh, just got, you know, wisdom is if, if you said if you found somebody hurting, and you shared something with them to help them get you beyond that moment. Guess what you just did? You shared some wisdom. Yeah. And so I want Saturday to, to focus on that word again. It doesn't mean that you can't do it every day, but if you give it its own day, that's what I'm trying to say. Sunday, I kind of struggled with because I didn't want to step on anybody's toes on this one, but I called it a day of spirituality. Oh, okay. And Sunday, we all have different belief systems and they should be respected not judged. I like that. And um, we don't may not agree with all the different belief systems out there. And that's okay, because we were raised to believe a certain way. Number one, number two, we were influenced through society to believe a certain way. And sometimes mm -hmm. we changed what, how we were raised into something else. But I think that there's a movement out there. And I think that's where this mindful movement is really coming from. And we're also getting into holistic foods. Yeah. We're changing our diet. We're trying to be more pure. So I think um, I look at spirituality and I think YouTube could do more with it. Hello, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria's coming for you again, YouTube. Watch out. <laughs> I, I see a lack of um, explanation on spirituality on YouTube. And sometimes 
when they define spirituality, it goes back into the history of Einstein or, you know, it goes mm -hmm. way back, but I want something a little bit more current, a little yep. bit more today. And I respect all those. I've read them all. Einstein has some amazing quotes. All of them do. Dale Carney, Einstein, Nightingale, they all have amazing quotes. But sometimes we just want something that we can relate to a little bit that's more in the here and now. Exactly. So, so that's the week. But that, but you're not done. I also want to be sensitive to people who like to write. Because um, uh, I, I think sometimes we need to do a stronger sense of reflection. So on Sunday night, I want you to think about the whole week. And in that week, I want you to ask yourself, what did I learn about myself this week? What did I learn about somebody else? Or what did I learn about the world around me this week? And just write down, you know, what that was. Now, I, I skipped over something intention. I'm going to come back to it. On each day of the week, even though I've assigned like an intention, a gratitude, an affirmation, et cetera, et cetera, I've also put on there this little box, and I want you to be mindful of your health. Now, where that came from is my son for Christmas gave me this smartwatch right here. And I really wasn't into the smartwatches, but he says, Mom, you need to, you need to exercise more. She's just really driving this into me. And I thought, well, okay, I got this gift. And those of you who have a Fitbit or have a smartwatch, you know what it does? <laughs> it makes you pay attention to your steps. And you're supposed to have at least 6,000 steps in your day. So it's 3 o'clock. If I don't have 6,000 steps in place, if it hasn't recorded 6,000 steps, guess what I'm doing? I'm outside walking around the block. <laughs> I'm doing whatever I can to get those steps in. Um, but, and, and so I think that's important. So in the journal, I will ask you exercises I performed this week, because maybe you're not the Fitbit person. Maybe you don't do it this way. Maybe you're more, um, and I do Zumba, uh, yoga. I mean, maybe you're more into weights, you know, uh, whatever that is, what exercise, maybe you went to the beach and you went swimming, you know, whatever the exercise, what different exercise out of your normal routine did you do that week? Because it kind of reminds you. And then uh, the last one I want you to put down is I want you to, uh, to identify your healthy eating habit for that week. Now, your healthy eating habit might be as I gave up candy bars this week, or I gave up my turtle Sunday this week. <laughs> or it might be I made this concoction of kale and spinach, but then I added some cran uh, dried cranberries and uh, crushed walnuts to make it taste better. <laughs> So I have a little flavor, right? <laughs> so I could eat healthy. And again, I'm just trying to get you to think about it because um, uh, another part of this is last summer I had a shot. I um, didn't know if this color was making me absent-minded. <laughs> I was being forgetful because it's age-related kinds of stuff. But yeah. I was doing stupid things. I was forgetting. I was driving and making a left turn instead of a right turn. Have anybody done that? I mean, I was starting to literally scare myself, seriously. And I'm a healthy person. I eat right, exercise, all that stuff. But I was scaring myself. So, and But there's dementia in my family. And so I was getting really afraid. Now I'm too young for dementia. Oh, come on. And so I had, I requested from my primary care physician a brain scan. And in that scan, they found a stroke scar. Oh, 
I had no idea that at some point in my life, and I know when it was, we, we did a little backtracking because it was a scar that was a few years old. They could tell by the, the uh, color or whatever it is of the scar. It was several years old. And we know when that happened. But I had no idea. And as a result of that stroke scar, it caused some memory loss. So there are some things I have been literally beating myself up because I can't remember. And only to find out they're not there to remember. They're just gone. Yeah. And then um, uh, they decided to put me through a, uh, a full physical. This is going someplace with the journal because this influenced the journal. Yeah. And found out I was having a blood flow issue to my heart also. And that there's an artery that is partially clogged, but quote, as the doctors put it, my neurologist said, not sufficient enough. Got that? Not sufficient enough for a surgical procedure or attention. And I said, well, what do I do in the meantime? He says, you get out there and at least a half hour minimum, you walk and you're going to have to force that oxygen up to your brain. Okay. And I had no idea that walking could do that. Walking can actually force the oxygen up to the brain and nourish it the way it needs to be nourished with oxygen. And so I learned a lot about, I watch, oh, on YouTube, hello, YouTube. I watch your brain stuff too. <laughs> I am watching all your brain stuff because I'm trying to get educated because my mother passed a couple years ago. She was dementia. My dad's in dementia. My grandmother had it. So it's a scary thing. And so I thought, well, if there's anything I can do today to divert that or prolong it, guess what? And if I can, my journal can force people to pay more attention to their body, yeah. the way they think, their mind and everything, then that's what it's all about. That's what I want to do right now. Then I'll get back to the more serious stuff later. Right. <laughs> And we, and I think it's time that we all start journaling and taking that time for ourselves because journaling doesn't need to take hours, you no. know, if a couple minutes a day, give yourself a couple minutes a day, you know, and mm -hmm. you might just change your lives just by giving yourself a couple seconds, you know, uh, and all these things that you're mentioning with the seven elements and, and with your journal, Gloria, is important to all of us out there. Mm -hmm. No matter who you are, what age you are, these things are all important to all of us, you know. And I'm really glad that you took the gratitude and the affirmations away because gratitude is being thankful, like like you said. And the affirmations is the affirm of affirming something. I am beautiful. I am strong. I I am who I am. You know, just saying that to yourself in a mirror is powerful. It's empowering. You know, it doesn't have to be in front of an audience all the time. It's, mm -hmm. The audience is in front of yourself. Look within yourself. Look within your cup. Look within you. So I'm going to ask you, Gloria, what type of tea are you serving to the audience today? So if I give oh. you the word tea, what are you giving me? To inspire. To inspire. It, it, it's all about inspiration. It's all about, even though I give that a day, every day you should be inspiring other people, but you also need to inspire yourself. And sometimes when we inspire ourselves, we need to go deep within ourselves, you know. And so it, it is totally to inspire. To inspire. I mean, I think that's what um, I'm genetically encoded to do, if, if that's a term. <laughs> yeah. So with the letters of TEA, what words would you give me to inspire? Um, the acronyms of TEA. I didn't think of it that way. Let's see. T, tenacity. Ooh, Be like tenacious. That. Be tenacious. E, eat right. Oh, Eat, 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 eat right, but eat consciously right 
you know, educate yourself into the best ways to feed your body. Give it what it needs. And A is um, just continue with your affirmations. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Affirm. Go deep within when you when you have when you're doing affirmations, you are actually going deep in yourself. Dive deep. Right. And find and it, out who you want to be. And you're really inspiring when you really, you know, tenacity. When I first heard that word, I didn't even know what it meant. So I was just like, okay, that's another big word I don't know. But now <laughs> I do know what it means. And I'm I'm that is a strong word to inspire. You know, it's a get up, the resilience of rising again and mm -hmm. staying true to yourself and eating right. I haven't had that one yet for tea. So that's a good one. But I, I we all need to eat right, whether we vegetarian or, you know, uh, we're meat eaters, eat right. Let's really start taking care of our bodies. So I want to get into Gloria, you disagree amazing journal so everyone go out grab a copy it is amazing it is different and i love that you've broken it up into the seven days because we you know one day at a time one step at a time mm -hmm. and you mentioned the steps taking those steps you know we need those steps so we do have a couple questions that are coming in for you gloria and uh, i want to get to those questions so uh, we have a question here from youtube i guess somebody's wrong <laughs> And they're saying, Gloria, how many videos do you watch on YouTube? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually put my routine in my book so people I wouldn't have to keep repeating it. But um, um, I'll get up in the morning and in the search, I'll go into YouTube search. And I'll just put in one word, one of these words, intention. And I'll focus and I'll scan through them and, and find one that kind of hits a note. And I try to find one that's five to ten minutes. Okay. Because I want to get out. This is how I wake up in the morning. This is how I want to get my day going. If later in the day I want to give it more time, I might find one that spends an hour on that topic uh, or that word. But I'll, 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 spend, I'll look for one that's three to seven minutes and then I'll listen to it and um, just just uh, and process it. Then I do the then I write in the journal because it'll it'll make me think of uh, that word differently sometimes. And I guess I got a little warm to just snap me right out and, and snap me back in. I was like, where, where, where did I go? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I listen technology, to yeah. right? it always glitches. Uh, so we have another question here. What are the three kindness? I'm, I'm guessing they want to know what the three kindnesses okay. are. The three types of kindness as number one is the kindness that you extend to somebody else. You're in a moment and you have an opportunity to expend a kindness. Do it. Don't just think about it. So later think I should have. And later you say, I'm glad I did. It's the kindness that you observe somebody else doing, that they're helping someone else. And you just kind of take it in and you smile and think, wow, that was cool. I like that. And you might even, if you have an opportunity, go up to that person, let them know you observed that kindness and let them know it, it, it was noticed. That means a lot. But the third kindness is the one you do for yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. You can't just be kind to everybody. You got to be kind to yourself. What do you want to do? What would make you feel special that day that you can do for you? I think too often we want everybody to do the stuff for us and they want us to make us feel special. Yeah. So we're looking at the daughter to, to do better with Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you, you didn't get the right kind of flowers for me. <laughs> or, you know, last year's Mother's Day, I got a, a, a Facebook instant message, Happy Mother's Day. I want something. <laughs> A little stronger than that. But in other years, I've gotten the most beautiful, gorgeous bunch of flowers ever. You know, she, she says she had a busy year. Um, 
And, you know, and if, even if that means if, if you're in a relationship, husband or whatever, and you feel that you deserve to be taken out to dinner or whatever like that, and it's not happening, yeah. guess what? Go anyway. Exactly. You can call a friend or you can take a book with you and go to a restaurant and enjoy your book or whatever and be kind yourself. Take yourself out. Sometimes I think we just need to take ourselves out. I like that you mentioned that because I do that once in a while. I do the one out taking myself out on a date mm -hmm. and I'll just go and have a, a cup of tea and a grilled cheese and a soup and I'll bring a book. And I think we really yeah. need to start doing that. We yeah. need to be okay sitting by ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. sitting in, in the community by ourselves, showing and, that you know, we're okay by, by ourselves sometimes. And you know, if you're in a restaurant and you are by yourself, whether lunch or maybe you take um, a book with you or something, uh, don't, don't just sit there thinking, God, I'm sitting here all by myself. Who's going to know, you know, like that. No, observe people in the room. Watch them. Yeah. And I have been in restaurants where I've been there by myself, having my coffee, whatever, and my turtle sundae. <laughs> and and um, I might notice an, an act of kindness while I'm sitting there. And I will actually go over to them and say, I thought that was the kindest thing I ever saw. Nice. You made my day. Right? You just you never know, know when yeah. you'll see something. Yeah. Something your life you know yeah so just you, watch for things pay attention pay attention what it's like being in the moment yes which has been a struggle for me i have a hard time being in the moment i really do and but when you're in the moment you're observing what's going on around you and it's like wow yeah you know exactly gloria you have a podcast called uh unpack the fear of connection so what is that about i don't have my podcast podcast up yet <laughs> oh okay so i got into under this. development <laughs> <laughs> under development so but, for you is do you have issues with connecting pe with people or are you like a social butterfly like are you the intro or the extra like what are you as an individual i'm a social butterfly for sure Definitely. Definitely. I love socializing with people. I love doing things. I like, I love being busy. You know, um, I like having projects. I, you know, when I, back in the day, I did not know there was a career called project manager. <laughs> I'd not heard of it before, but boy, had I, I would have been a good one. <laughs> I like taking projects, even the journals taking project beginning to end. You know? So you, you like building relationships. Yeah. And I like doing, um, even my career, my whole career has been doing seminars. I will get hired by a company or an association to be their keynote speaker, their convention, or to conduct a breakout session during their afternoon programming or morning, and or to be up um, in, on a platform uh, delivering some inspirational or knowledge-based information. It's either inspirational information, knowledge-based, but I'm going to combine the two now because I've done the knowledge-based. I'm doing the inspiration now, and I think as I go out there, and start presenting, uh, continue with presenting seminars, doing training. They're going to get a both of both worlds now. Oh, that's cool. So we have a question here about collaboration. So how do you collaborate with others, Gloria? That's pretty broad. Um, how do I collaborate? Okay, how do I answer that? Um, if somebody crosses my path and I think there's a synergy, there's a word. Let's look at the word synergy. If I feel in crossing a path with somebody, whether I've done it in Zoom, whether I've done it in person or on the phone, wherever it is, I feel a strong synergy, uh, I'm going to pursue that. 
I like that. I like that word. Synergy. Yeah. Follow that feeling, follow that gut feeling. And if you don't feel the synergy, uh, you kind of have to move away from it because you might be wasting a lot of time. Not that they're, they don't have value. You don't yeah. want to devalue anyone, but you have to think of your own time and where that value needs to be spent. And I prefer to spend it with people and around people and in organizations where I feel there's a strong synergy. And I think we really need to have that good connection, right? If the mm -hmm. energy is not good, how can we actually build? How can we actually grow, right? Exactly. So I think we need that connection, the energy of growth, mindset. And, and synergy, which means that something about it makes me want to really dive into this. Um, I can give you an example, if you like. Okay. Sure. Um, a couple of years ago when COVID had just hit, I was invited to a luncheon for the Global Women's Peace Network. As a result, I gave you a certificate where they had yes, given- Yes, I want to get into those. Okay. Well, in that in that um, effort, that Global Women's Peace Network, um, I did. I went to the luncheon, sat there, like a lot of us do, we go to things that we're invited to. I, knew, I didn't know very many people. And I thought, why am I here? And then I was listening to stories of these amazing women who had done amazing things, the things they'd overcome to get to where they are. And I think, boy, I'm glad I'm here, but I still don't know why I'm here. And it's one of those things where you feel like, do I belong here? Why am I here? But then, quote, Susan invited me, and I always go to anything Susan invites me to, basically. And it always turns out to be good. And I was starting to feel the synergy as I started to interact with people. And I thought, okay, this is an organization that feels good. It feels right. And I've, I've gone to somewhere. I've gone and, and been invited, and I leave feeling empty. Yes. You know, I just feel like, why was I there? I feel very empty. I almost to the point of feeling depressed. Yeah. Even though there was nothing to be depressed about, absolutely nothing to be depressed about. But when I walked away and got out into the real world again, outside of that building, okay. Right. I think you need to respect that when it happens because that means it's you don't have this energy there. It's not the right yeah. fit. And but sometimes it's easy to leave, right? Yeah. Instead yeah. of staying for the whole thing and, and trying to understand that energy, you're just yeah. like, you know what? This is not going to be my cup of tea. I'm just going to step out. Yeah. And with this one, I walked out and I felt like, wow, that felt good. And I thought, yeah. okay, now this energy's there. I'm going to pursue this organization. Right. Oh, and, <laughs> and it's okay to say no to some organizations. You know, you don't always have to agree to everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's so many out there. And it's like you said, Gloria, we have to really follow that, that energy, you know, our gut feeling, is this really what's made for us? Right. Well, so I want to do, I want to do get into those awards because you did mention oh. those awards. So let's get into those awards okay. that you received because you did send me some beautiful awards this morning. So the first award that you got was encourage, encourage, encourager of the year of 2020. So what was that award about? Energizer of the year. That was by Anita Brick and that's at the university of Chicago. Oh, cool. And uh, Anita, who has, I, I used to do a, a lot of work for the University of Chicago back in the day. Haven't recently because I moved from Chicago to Phoenix and, you know, a lot of universities don't want to pay your travel, you know, so kind of put a kink in that. But um, she's all about um, people who inspire other people who are energetic. And then she gave me that award because of the type of newsletters I write, the types of things I write, there always is a positive feeling to it. And she always feels the energy from it. And then she gave me that was her annual award. That was her first award for that year. And I was it. So I was very, very pleased, pleased and proud of that. That oh, that wow. energizing side of me was recognized. And it's nice to be recognized for good, good work, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. Uh sometimes we get these awards and it's like, 
okay, why did I get that award? I didn't do that. Why am I getting this? You know, I, I when yeah. you receive something that you don't understand, you're sometimes questioning, okay, like, is it really an award or is it just for that organization to get their name out there? Like sometimes there's so many of these certificates yeah. and awards out there that it loses the momentum of the, of the award. Right. So well, it's, it surprised me because I didn't know she was doing that. I didn't expect it, but I, I, I love to be energetic and energize other people, but to be recognized for it. Yeah. That was different. And it's nice. Sometimes it's yeah. nice to get those surprises. You'll be like, oh, yeah. someone is paying attention. Someone yeah. is watching. Yeah. And then the second award that you sent to me was uh, My Story Matters. So do you want to share a little bit on that award? Um, I started talking about them a little earlier, um, the Global Women's Peace Network. And when I went to the luncheon and afterwards, that's when I got my first gratitude diary because they were a gift. Everybody got one when they left. And I thought, wow, I'm going to have to do this because it was a gift. Okay. Yeah. And then when COVID hit, that put a kibosh on coming together. And I thought, oh my gosh, I just met these amazing women. Now I can't get together with them live anymore because COVID's hit and we're all confined. <laughs> so I was, I was frustrated. So I thought, okay, I'm not going to be frustrated. I'm going to try to do something to make this group happen. And we hadn't really gotten into the Zoom. So I introduced the Zoom. So I, I, I found everybody in this little magazine. Everybody was listed. And I sent them all a... Um, uh, email, if I could find their email address or whatever on LinkedIn. That's why I was looking for LinkedIn or LinkedIn there. And sometimes, like I said, and the point I'm making here, though, when you feel something like that, do it. Just yeah. do it. You don't know where it's going to go. Anyway, I sent this all out. And then uh, Dr. Taffer, Susan Taffer, who was who invited me to this thing, uh, contacts me. And she says, Gloria, um, I like what you're doing here. You're reaching out to all the women that are part of this uh, Her Story um, organization, the Global Women's Peace Network, but you might be stepping on some toes. Oh, um, don't you love when you get told uh, that? Yeah, but it was, but the fun part was, and I thought, oh, who's toe? <laughs> <laughs> and she says, well, Glenda Lambert, she says she was going to do what you just did. And she's 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 chair, she's one of our committee people. You're 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 not. <laughs> you know, and she was going to do this. And I says, well, that's okay. I'll talk to her about it. So she put Glenn and I in touch with each other. We're best friends and we're great right now. And as Glenda says, well, I was going to do this, but you already started. I says, well, then let's join voices. Let's do it together. Exactly. You know, let's do it. And then she, and then she, she told me a story and this is where I'm not a good listener, but I have to learn to be a good listener. Yeah. And I'm the first to admit it, but I'm trying and so this time she's telling a story about when she was a little girl in her country. It's a country, I can't say it starts with an S, it's above Brazil. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, and she uh, was home from school, from homesick from school, and she was listening to her mother brighten the neighbors over, and they were having tea. But there was always an intention around their tea, because she and I were trying to think of, what do we call these Zoom meetings? What do we call them? So we're brainstorming. And she told me the story. I said, Glenda... You just named it. Now I know what we're doing. It's going to be called Tea with Intention. And for two years, every month, we did a Tea with Intention. I like it. And it was a time for it. We would pick one or two women from the organization to share their story, to inspire other women, to let them know that, you know, we have also fallen down. We've also had our obstacles, but just how we've overcame them and got to where we are today. And listen, some of those stories had us in tears. 
because they were so heartwarming and so, oh my God. And some of those stories you start to see yourself in. Oh my God, I thought I was the only one. Yeah. If she can do that, I can too. So it's almost like, well, if she can do it, I can do it too. And that's really the whole idea. Right. Well, and that's where the sharing and healing comes in, right? And I, I got the award for having done that. <laughs> for, well, for Congratulations on those for awards. Those are there. beautiful <laughs> awards to get, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we're almost at the hour, so I want to get into a couple of the questions I've asked all of my guests. So yeah. I've asked you what your favorite color was, and you gave me the color red. So why red? Because I was born with red eye. You were born on what? <laughs> I was born wearing red. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I've never been told that before. <laughs> it was imaginary, but it was there. It was there. I love the imaginary, right? I love the playfulness. Like we really need to start playing and we need to really get, you know, that that little child. I have no idea why I like red so much. I just always have. So I've decided I must have been born, born wearing an imaginary red outfit. So. <laughs> and the one word that you gave me to describe yourself do you remember what you gave me? No, I don't, because there's been so many. <laughs> um, and it starts with an E. Energizing? Yes. That's because um, how many of you listening uh, are, are familiar with the Gillette commercial with the Energizer Bunny? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I like the bunny. I see myself as an Energizer Bunny. So whenever I'm depressed or down or something like that, I pull out the visual of the Energizer Bunny and think, I can keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going no matter what. I'm just going to keep on going. I love it. I love it. And we need to have that motivation, right? That mindset of just moving on and keep going. So any final words before we wrap up your tea time, Gloria? Just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> you know, whatever it is you want to do with your life, whatever change you want to make, you know, just do it. And you don't need your family's permission. You know, I have five sisters and brothers. They don't get me and they never will. And that's okay. I have a son and daughter that um, she doesn't get me either. The son's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. And, but if I let the fact that quote, they don't get me. And my dad is like, you're doing what? You know, <laughs> you know, they, they just don't. I'm just a different bird from the, I don't know. I'm genetically, I'm in part of the family, but do they get me? No, they, they absolutely, they would never buy this. None of them would ever buy the journal. Mm -mm. That's just not their thing. Um, uh, growing up, one of six kids, that's why I said, just do it. Uh, they all were in the, the blue jeans, the t-shirts and the casual clothes. I'm the one in the suit with the shoes to match the skirt and the purse to match. Everything on my body had to match. <laughs> and and I, this is I, this is why we're I, we're connecting because that's how I am too. I yeah. the, the earrings have to match the scarf. The scarf has to match the pants. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah. And then I'd stand there, and they'd all be like standing there, you know, in a pose, and I'd be in my paper doll pose. You know, remember paper dolls? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, those were fun. You could change and, and the little clips, right? Yeah. yeah. They, oh, yeah. We need to bring those back. So yeah. we have a couple more questions before we wrap up. So someone from Twitter wants to know what, Gloria, your favorite quote is. Is it yours or is it someone else? I think right now um, the quote that I just shared with you with uh, 
Jane Nightberg is um, you can't wait till life. You can't wait until life isn't hard to be happy. Right now, I just really like that a lot. It just resonates really well because I think sometimes we focus too much on being unhappy. Yeah. We don't know how to be happy. So if I could share, I, I love all the quotes that I put in my book, all 52 of them are favorites. Some of them are just, I mean, there's one there that I just pulled from something somebody said watching TV and I just it just resonated with me. But that's the one I'm going to pick for today. And then we have a question here about YouTube. So Gloria, do you have a YouTube channel so we can check you out? <laughs> I do, but it needs updating desperately. So I'm working on it. There, <laughs> there is, there is one. I do have YouTube. Yes, I do. Gloria Peterson. Yeah, I, I have a, a YouTube channel. It's a little bit dated right now. I'll get, I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> I need to update it. And then we have another question. Gloria, what are the names of all of your books? Okay. The first four books fall on the umbrella the Art of Professional Connections, okay? And that's what these are right here. These are the first four books. And each one is like seven steps to impressive greetings and confident interactions. Book two is success strategies for networking in person and online. The third one is the event strategies, event strategies for successful business entertaining. And the other one is dining strategies for um, building and sustaining business relationships. These are the first four. You can see how thick they are. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I see book number three is really thick. Yeah, you know, that was gonna be the thinnest one because I had the least amount of information for it. <laughs> I don't know how this happened because I had a lot of information for this one, not much for this one, and then this one just grew. Once I you know, it's one of those things that you think here's the thing, you might not think you have enough to say. Well, I'll tell you something. I didn't think I had enough to say for that book, but once I got going, I didn't know how to stop. Yeah. And it got big. <laughs> and all different sizes, because that's what we have to do, right? We can't always stick to the same size for every book, yeah. every writing. So we have one last question, and then we're going to wrap up your tea time. Okay. So what age did you start writing books, Gloria? Um, I wrote the first book in 2011. And prior to that, I wrote a lot of coursework manuals, a lot of articles. I wrote articles for magazines. So I was writing art, a lot of articles. Some of them were published by magazines, like Red Book Magazine is one, uh, as an example. And then I decided to publish, have my own published. And if you're wondering how I published, I did the hybrid publishing for those who are wondering. There are three types of publishing. There's a traditional, hybrid, and on-demand. Awesome. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, Gloria, I want to thank you so much for joining me for tea today and serving a good, strong cup of tea and really yeah. getting into the journal because yeah, we have, really need. Yeah. Have, and that's where we my go. My grandmother's. Yeah. This is my grandmother's tea service. Yeah, my whole room. You're in my actual tea room. So yeah. there's tea cups here, tea cups yeah. here. Uh, there's just cups, cups, cups all over. Yeah. Uh, because when I'm not doing virtual tea time, I'm doing community tea time and tea parties and all of that. So this is, is a lot more than just what you see here. So I want to thank you, Gloria. I want to thank all the audience. I want to thank you for your questions and your support during this tea time. And I want you all to check out Thursday. When Thursday comes, we have three more incredible strong teas. And we're going to be finishing up February and jumping into March. 
after the last tea time on Thursday, you will get to see the guests that are coming in March. So every every month on the 23rd, you will be seeing all of the guests this year. So Miss Liz will be releasing on the 23rd because we are in 2023. So Miss Liz does numbers and aligns things together. So again, Gloria, thank you so much for joining me. Don't leave. I'm going to talk to you in the back of the studio. And I want to thank all of the viewers out there. And make sure to share this tea with somebody that it might resonate with. And check out Gloria and grab a book. Do some journaling. So again, thank you. And I will see everybody Thursday at 10 a.m. for the first tea time, then 3 p.m., then 7 p.m. We do three shows on Thursdays. So again, thank you and have a good afternoon.